feeling stuck in your career or like you're not realizing your potential? Coaching Chats is the podcast for you. Through informative interviews and practical advice, we will help you assess your skills and interests while providing actionable steps to overcome challenges. Become the best version of yourself with Coaching Chats. Welcome to another episode of Coaching Chats with your host, Rukshana Aleva. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Tonya Gosage. Tonya is a high-performance coach, consultant, trainer, speaker with Gosage Performance Consulting and a podcast host for Influence and Growth Mastery. Tonya helps entrepreneurs grow and monetize their visibility and influence and increase their performance by adding systems and automation to their daily workflow. She does this by customizing individualized growth strategy blueprints and the framework for the business through private and group coaching. In today's episode, we will talk about starting a side hustle balancing a full-time job and entrepreneurship. Starting a side hustle is more, uh, is more than just creating an additional income stream. It's about personal growth, exploring your passions, and realizing your potential as an entrepreneur. Uh, you learn so many skills whilst working on your own business. So, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome, Tonya, to this new episode of Coaching Chats. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is so wonderful to be here with you today. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on my show, Tonya. Before uh, we dive into the questions, do you mind sharing with our listeners your background? Not at all. I'd be happy to. So, Rukshana, I spent 34 years as a career banker, and um, without a college degree, I worked, well, actually, I started out as a receptionist in opening new accounts in banking, and I had such a dream and a desire to become a career banker and wanted to get to the top without that college degree, so I, I did that, and we can talk more about that later, but I started out, spent 34 years in executive um, banking, pretty much worked every asset in banking, um, and then after I left banking four and a half years ago, then I started my own business, consulting business, and so for the first year and a half of that, I went right into uh, financial uh, banking, credit union, consulting. And then uh, I decided I put myself right back into my banking job, working 24-7 again, basically, because that grew right out of the gate. And I thought, you know, this is not really what I signed up to do. And so I made a few life-changing decisions again and decided <clears throat> I wanted to do more coaching, speaking, podcasting, and training, and so made those changes, and here I am today. Wow, thank you very much for sharing. Um, it resonates so deeply with me because I have a very similar 
um, I would say career path because I used to I used to work in in banking and asset management as well, and it's so wonderful to see people who um, break free from that yes. traditional job and go on their own. It inspires me so much. <laughs> and your story is very inspiring. Thank you again for sharing. And what inspired you to make the leap from a stable banking job to starting your own business? You know, I, being a career banker, you know, I loved banking and banking was my life. Um, I, I was married. I was married to to banking and, you know, what inspired me really to to make the leap uh, from having that stability to starting my own business was really, you know, banking has really started to change. And, you know, being in the world of, of corporate, uh, there's culture changes that began to start taking place. We started seeing some management changes in our world of, of corporate. I would say so much stress. We grew so quickly. We had we had bought fifteen banks in seven years, and so yeah, I mean it was substantial growth, and so there was a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm. And again, uh, they made some decisions that they wanted to make some cultural decisions. And, you know, I just became really within three years, I just began to not love what I was doing as much as I had in the past. And so uh, there were some people uh, around me that were feeling some similar situations. And so as I began to look at that, I had always had dream of being something big. I wanted to always do big things and I always wanted to serve people. And while I was in banking, I had the opportunity to serve and to mentor. And I always wanted to test freedom and I, in working with others, we made the bank a lot of money. We did a lot of great things and put together a lot of great products and a lot of things that made the bank a lot of wealth. But I always wanted to do that for myself as well. And I tested the waters with um, network marketing. And I'll share with you, there were times that I would... Um, go into business for myself on the side. And I will tell you that there were challenges there. There was twice when I was faced with the decision of, Tanya, you have to make a decision to choose this job or this job. And that was always hard because the banking was stable. It was secure. And I never knew whether the network marketing, even though at one point in time, early in my banking career, I made more money doing the network marketing job that I did in banking. And it was a hard decision because I didn't know which direction to go. But I did choose the stability with the banking. And I had a high goal of I wanted to move up the ladder. And so I'll tell you, I wanted to test the freedom. So that's what inspired me. Be my own boss. Have the freedom 
and uh, the culture changes. Those are some of the things that inspired me. And so I started my business with zero money when I when I walked away. And I started with my banking knowledge, my years of experience, and my very first paycheck with my first consulting job. And, you know, it worked. And it, it just worked. The knowledge, the desire, the want, the big why. And that's, that's what inspired me. And that's, that's how it started. Oh, wow. What a fascinating journey and story and how you got started. So you, when you, when you, when you left, you start, you started doing a little bit of consultancy involving your knowledge from banking. Is, is that right? right. That, that's exactly right. I actually, um, when I left, I uh, had reached out to some other banks. And when I left, I had secured another job with another bank, but they could not hire me. So this was in April and they could not hire me till July. So I was going to go without a income for those few months. And I actually had a friend who said, I know a bank who's going through a conversion right now, and you've done 15 of them. I know they could use some help. Why don't you reach out to them and see if if you could help them? That would be some income for you. And before I reached out to them, she had told them about me, and they called me. This was on a Friday. They They had me in their office on Monday. And we spoke and uh, I was there the next day helping them. And I'm telling you, I fell in love with doing that. And I was able to test that freedom. I was able to test working for myself. I was able to test working with other people. And I said, you know what? This is what I want to do. I want this freedom. I want making decisions for myself. I want helping people like this. And a week later, I called up that other job and said, we need to go to lunch. And I told them, I said, I'm not coming to work for you. I'm going into business for myself. I had not even gotten that first check yet. (laughs) I had not even gotten it. And I took that leap of faith and said, I'm going into business for myself. And I did it. It was just, it was the, it was the happiness, the freedom that I felt, the empowerment that I felt of just being, oh, I can do this on my own. I never, I didn't feel scared. It was, I had knowledge. I could make decisions. And when I couldn't make a decision, I reached out on the phone and called somebody. I had a network of people I could call anywhere. You know, because I had built relationships throughout my career. I never once was scared because I just believed in myself because of the knowledge that I had built. And so, yeah, stepped out, took a leap of faith. Wow. And you were with Credit Unit before for 34 years. You said with one bank. Yeah, it was Credit Unit. One bank. Yeah, I spent one I spent 34 years with one bank. Wow, it's almost a life, half of life. And <laughs> it was my life. I, that's what you said, yes. And and it's so interesting to hear you, how you described your feelings, how you felt 
when you went on your own, you could make your own decisions uh, and be your own boss. And mm -hmm. so th that feeling, I think, even kept you more motivated to that freedom you 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 mm -hmm. experienced kept you moving forward and like, oh, this is something I want to pursue, mm -hmm. isn't it? It is. And, you know, and I was getting phone calls, people wanting me to come to work when they when the word started getting out that I was no longer working for the bank. I was getting phone calls. Other banks were calling me wanting to offer me a job. And I was like, I'm not for hire. I'm not for hire. You can't pay me enough. I was saying that I had so much confidence. You can't pay me enough. I didn't know what I was going to make working for myself. I had no clue. But I had so much confidence that I was saying to people, you can't pay me enough. That's how much confidence I had. I believed just, just that one week on that job of just helping that one bank and helping those people because it was, I was doing something that I had experience in. Um, I didn't have experience helping another, another institution, but I had been through helping our own, you know, in our own company. And I was, it was a little bit different from the standpoint of I was instructing our own team, but I was almost in the weeds a little bit helping this other company. And I was a, I was a mediator between them and the, um, the, 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 uh, the platform company, if you will, the software company. And it was, it was just so amazing to be able to, put myself in multiple positions. I mean, because in one minute, I was doing my position. In another minute, I was in an operations position. In another minute, I was like the item processing manager's position. In another minute, I was in my boss's position. I mean, I was, I was able to be the head of so many positions through that consulting role that I felt so empowered. It was just an amazing, it was number one, it was an amazing opportunity, but it was just so good. And you never, you don't know when you, if you don't ever take the step to say, I'm going to give it a try. You never know what that feeling is like. I always wanted to do something like that, but I was scared to death. But once you do it, it's amazing how much knowledge. I'll, I'll use the analogy of if your house catches on fire, you all of a sudden know what you've been taught <laughs> about what you need to do. Or if your body catches on fire, you know, you need to fall down on the ground and roll in dirt to put yourself out of fire, you know? So um, it's just the instinct kicks in and you know automatically what to do. And so it was like those, the knowledge of those 15 all came to my mind. But if somebody would have asked me in one question what all needed to be done, I could have never come up with it. 
But because I put myself in that situation, it just all started coming. And so the same for anybody that starts a business, whatever their passion is, it's going to come. It's going to come. Definitely. It's just some, so many people are scared to take that risks, to step into unknown, because a lot of people like comfort and security. They get used to what they know. And, uh, and you are a perfect example of someone who stepped out of your probably comfort zone. If I don't know if it, I can call that job com- comfortable at credit unit. Yeah. And um, you, 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 you went to experience some new things. You got to try new hats, as you said, you were wearing mm-hmm. and you really enjoyed, do, you know, you really enjoyed that experience. And this is something you wanted to pursue. But again, you, it also depends on the person, right? You, you, you made that decision, right? Because mm-hmm. you could have stayed at that job or moved to another bank and doing the same role mm-hmm. and everything would remain probably the same. And because sometimes, as you said, we all have, both of people, most of us have passions or interests. We are like, oh, I would love to do that or would love to be on my own, but we don't actually execute. We, we don't do that because again, we like comfort security. We, we're scared how we're going to pay for mortgage or bills, and that would might hold people back actually to pursue their their dreams if i can say you know one of the things that was most amazing for me is uh, the the financial institution that i was going to go to uh you know they were like i really wished you would go ahead and come to work for us and i was like i i, I this is just what i want to do but i had i had thought that through just a little bit about all of the things that they wanted me to accomplish for them. And I said, you know, the things that you want me to accomplish, I really think I can do that through consulting. And we talked through that and there were multiple things that we agreed that I could do through consulting. And it worked out in my favor in that months, a few months after that, I was able to go to work for that institution in a consulting role and do some work for them. And so we were able to accomplish some of those things that were on going to be on my responsibility list. And so that, so that worked out. Uh, And then banks that contacted me wanting me to come to work for them, I would just ask them, what is it that you want me to do for you? And while I'm not interested in coming to work for you full time, is there anything that I can do for you as a, as a consultant? And I went to work for those banks as a consultant. And I will tell you now, four and a half years later, two of the people that worked for me that I hired in the consulting side before I turned it over to these two, they are still working for one of those banks still today. And so, yeah, I mean, and that bank, they, they offered me a job multiple times, multiple times. They wanted me to come and be their head trainer. And I I kept telling them, you just can't pay me enough. You just can't pay me enough. And so, but I, 
we worked out this consulting thing and and it ended up still doing business with them today. And so that ended up being, a, you know, a wonderful relationship. But again, if you do a great job where you're at today and and your name gets out there as a great employee, a great worker, and you have great skills and you have helped people in your network, outside your network, you're not going to struggle because there's going to be people that refer you and help you. And I've never, to this day, I have not run an ad. I'm not saying I'm not ever going to because I probably will as my business grows. But my entire business has has been built upon word of mouth. And out of the gate, I had to hire five people to help me run my business for that first year and a half. Until I made the decision that, oh, we're working too hard. This is not what I wanted. I, I, I want to I wanna change this. And two people uh, run that business today. They've changed it, but you know, I was like, I got to walk away from this. This is not what I wanted. But if you have a passion and you're in a job today and you're thinking about walking away from it, there's things that, and we, we can talk about this. I'll let you, I'll let you decide how you want to go there, but there's things that people can do to prepare for that. And if they're ready to walk away from that today, I say, do it. It's the greatest thing in the world, um, especially if they've been a great employee because there's people that are going to help them through their referral system and their network system to help spread the word, to to get them out there uh, amongst the network. And that's that's all I'll say about that because I'll let you lead, um, you know, how, how you want this to go. But I'll, I'll tell you that um, for me, it was once I walked away, it just, it just started and it just bloomed. And I think that, you know, the passion that, you know, I had for people and just never letting that fire go out and having a network of people that I built while I was in the company helped with that and then having this knowledge and being willing to use the knowledge that I had and being smart about gaining knowledge while I was in my job I always watched what went on around me for use in the future does that make sense Yes, yes. No, it's I was whilst you were talking, I was I was thinking to myself, how smart and strategic and it's so important whilst you are being employed, really focusing on your skills, on your reputation, on, on building network, because all all these skills will help you if you want to walk away eventually. They're so valuable. And by listening to you, this is what I picked up if you really want to start on your own because some people as well they they do have this desire they don't want to um, they, they like the autonomy 
But then they think, do I have actually any skills? But again, I think it's really important to invest in yourself mm-hmm. and have these skills so you can be valuable outside of your work. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it was so smart of you as well when these banks came to you. You know, you you could say, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I. You could agree again to to be employed by them, but you negotiated. You well, you didn't use that word negotiated, but as far as I understood, you just you just said, well, look, uh, you know, can I work for you as a consultant? And they agreed on your mm-hmm. on, on your terms. So that was really really smart to actually, yeah, yeah. I did not want to leave them hanging. I felt like, you know, I had agreed I would work for this one particular bank, you know, and I didn't want to just leave them high and dry, but my passion was like, it changed. I wanted so much to to go do my own thing. I saw where I could build something big for me. And but I was like, but how could I help them and not put them in a situation? Because I actually, before I left my career, I called them and asked them if I could come to work for them. They didn't call me. I called them and I said, look, I know you're growing your bank and you need me. That's what I said to them. I mean, I was gutsy enough. I asked my boss. Would it be weird? I think that was the word I used even, weird or silly of me to call this bank that's that's a new bank in town that's building, you know, wants to grow? Would it be weird of me because I know they need my skills. I've done what they need. Would it be weird of me to call them and say, hey, look, I know where you're headed and you need me to help you. He said, not at all. That would not be strange at all. They really do need to hire you. So I had the confidence enough to know that what they were trying to do, I had the skill set and the knowledge to help them. So I felt like, and I'll tell you, that was stepping way out of my comfort zone. I had never done anything in my life like that. But I knew I wanted to leave my company My boss was leaving, and I didn't want to be there when my boss was gone. I wanted out. My my shoulders, I had been going to physical therapy for a year on my arm. I thought I had an injury to my arm. I did not know until after I had left the bank. One week after I left, all the pain in my arm was gone. And I was like, I went to physical therapy for my next appointment and I was like the pain in my arm is gone and they're like what I mean we had we had tried everything working with my arm I was getting steroid shots I was like the pain in my arm is gone and we we alluded that to stress because when I walked out of the bank that day I felt like a bulldozer literally crawled down my shoulders and back. I felt it. And so I was desperate to leave at this point from something I loved for so many years. I had gotten that stressed. And so for me to call a bank and say, you need me, that was stepping way out of my comfort zone. And so 
Oh, I know there's so many people working in corporate today that are in the same situation I was. They don't know whether to stay, leave. They want, they have big dreams, but they're scared to death to do it. Um, they don't know if they can do it. They can do it. They just need to make that step. I told people that still work there, you're so stressed out and you don't even know it. And they were like, no, I'm good. But then when they left, we had lunch and they were like, I feel so different. I feel so different. And you were right. It was stress. I told you. <laughs> I told you. And when they started their own business, their own consulting job, I taught them how to start a consulting job or they went and got another job. They were like, I don't even feel like the same person. I'm like, I told you. We don't realize the stress we're under until we get out of it. And so, uh, but I felt like I owed that bank something. And so I was like, how can I help you do what I had promised that I would do when I came to work for you? So I'm like, I can do it through consulting. And so we worked out a deal and it worked out. And then the banks that were begging me to come to work for them, I felt sorry for them because they begged me to come to work for them. And I'm like, you can't pay me enough, but you can pay me a consulting fee. And when they said, I would love that. And then a year later, they were still paying me. Another year, I mean, a, six months later, they were still paying me. And then when I asked them to renegotiate the contracts because I wanted to go do something else and would they give it to the two employees that I had brought with me to work in my job? And they said, yes. I'm like, these people know, like, and trust me. And I helped to renegotiate. And I still check in on them to this day. Follow up, taking care of people is what it takes in a business. You have to provide. You have to have good people skills. I have to tell you that. You have to take care of people to have a successful business. It's a must. It's a must. But yeah, I mean, all you have to have is knowledge. If you have knowledge in what you do today, go start a similar business. Train. I tell people that get terminated, go start a consulting business in what you did or something similar. People pay for knowledge. And don't think that your knowledge is not worth anything. It's worth a lot of money. I probably have spent, and this is no lie. I hope my husband doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> I have probably spent a million dollars. This is no lie. I have probably spent a million dollars, maybe even over a million, on personal development in my lifetime. I am not going to shortcut what I charge people. I have a lot of knowledge. And I've done this my entire career working at the bank. If the bank wouldn't pay for it, I would pay for it myself. I have bought so many books. I've bought so many training courses. My library is so fat. It's so fat. I have so much knowledge up here. I used to have people say to me, Rashawn, <laughs> I would give anything if I could put a CD in your brain and copy it. You, you have knowledge 
the people listening to your podcast, they have knowledge. They have a passion. It doesn't matter if it's in banking, if it's in sewing, if it's in cooking. It does not matter. You have knowledge. People will pay you for it. Just use it. Get on a video. Record it. There are tools out there. I teach systems and automation. There are tools out there that you can buy a lifetime access for and put those videos out there and sell them. If you don't know how, I'll tell you how. <laughs> There's money to be made out there. Anybody can do it while you're still working or after you leave. Yeah. No, definitely. There are so many possibilities these days. And thanks to internet, which gave all this possibility to us. Uh, and thank you for sharing your, uh, it's, it, it, it was such, it's such a motivational <laughs> journey and story. And, and also, it also shows that everything is possible these days, unless, you know, just, you know, action creates all these possibilities as well by listening to you because you, you know, you're, you're a proper action taker too, and you think out, outside of the box and you try to create your own future and how how you would like to live your life. Uh, you, so you, you, you just left consultancy, so you left it to, to the colleagues. So you, you no longer work as a consultant to the bank. You... I do not work in that capacity anymore. So I'm doing coaching and training, um, speaking and podcasting. I love to podcast. Um, but what I'm doing today is I'm helping people grow and monetize their influence and their visibility. So helping them get known and seen. And then I, I we do that. We, we create a growth strategy blueprint and framework. And then I audit their systems. And so many people are paying monthly subscriptions for this, that, and the other. Things they don't even need. And there's so many things that you can buy a lifetime subscription for that really combines everything that we need in just a few tools. So I evaluate what they're using in their, in their, in their business, and we try to automate as much as we can. And, uh, you know, uh, going back to banking, I worked day and night. I would be up at two and three o'clock in the morning sending emails that is not what it's all about. I mean, yes, you have to work hard. And yes, there's times when you have to work a lot of hours to get to your freedom path. But family needs to be in your schedule. There needs to be things that you need to do to have a great time. But I try to help people grow and monetize their visibility and their influence without spending day and night doing it and having a great time doing it. There's lots of ways to do things and not spend your entire life doing it. Absolutely. Automation definitely helps because when you only get started, you're probably, uh, you definitely get overwhelmed by the things you need to do. And if you don't get, if you don't get things automated, you, you, you might burn out. So it's very helpful to know all these, uh, all the tools, 
all the tricks how to make it more streamlined because otherwise like you you wanted that freedom and and you, and again being even on your own you don't get that freedom because you're constantly need to be on 24/7 and do work so it's really uh, it's really important to know what you're teaching you know what you're teaching your clients about because otherwise you know you again get frustrated and and they're like well why did I leave my job if, I, if I'm again you know get the burnout and work till midnight well you know to, in today's world this could not be any better time for entrepreneurship couldn't be any better time i know people are scared to death of artificial intelligence but artificial intelligence is probably one of the greatest things that have happened in entrepreneurship to help you move forward faster easier automatically because if you're not great in all things digital marketing all things content marketing, all things, everything, it does it for you. I mean, and there's systems out there that are absolutely your marketing agency. I've got a company I work with right now, and I am praising them daily. And I've learned a lot of marketing, but they are my marketing agency. And I feel like I pay them little to nothing on a monthly basis to be my marketing agency. And they're pretty much my best friends and they know it. And I I am an affiliate for them and I always will be. And everybody that I sign up with them, I tell them to become an affiliate because they find that uh, they will become their marketing agency. So becoming an entrepreneur today should never be a scary thing because the tools that we have in our tool belt have made entrepreneurship easier today than it was four and a half years ago when I started. It's down, hands down, easier today than it was four and a half years ago since artificial intelligence has become what it is today. Yes, that, that's so true. There are so many tools available these days, uh-huh. which can help. Yes, as I as I said, to streamline, to make your life easier, and do all your uh, business faster. Uh-huh. And yeah, I'm also a fan of some tools myself. And uh, yeah, I also use some affiliate uh, marketing on my coaching chats website. And I, it's it's not just because to get my commission, but I can really uh, swear by them. I can vouch for this company. I, I have been using them and um, really, really grateful for the, for the help they provide for my business. So and you, you're doing the same, right? I think, I think you leave money on the table today. If you don't support the companies that you work with, you're leaving money on the table. I mean, it's like going to a movie. I mean, the Barbie movie. I mean, I don't know how many people I've told I was so disappointed in the Barbie movie. But when Barbie came out, I mean, the first time we went to see it, we couldn't even get in. And so there was so much hype around the Barbie movie. You just think about, you go to a restaurant to eat, you, and it's great. How many people do you tell? If it's not good, how many people do you tell? 
the same thing with systems. I mean, if you're telling people about it, get paid for it. When I launch my community here in a couple of weeks and my membership, I'm going to have an affiliate program. I'm going to pay my people for bringing people in. I'm going to have awards for people that do all sorts of things. I mean, I'm going to make it worthwhile for people to be my fans and be in my community. So, I mean, I just think when you pay people for doing the right things and promoting you, they love you. I know that the affiliates that I recommend love me. I love them. <laughs> yes, it's a win-win situation for it both is. parties, isn't it? And why not to share with someone the tool you like, you have been enjoying doing that, and you help you know, the company, you help the person who needs the tool. So yes, it's a win-win form for everyone. And uh, so we we have been talking about all these wonderful things. And I was wondering, what challenges did you experience when you started your own business? If you had any. Challenges. Let me yeah. think about, you know, um, challenges. You know, initially for me, it was, it was really understanding. I, I didn't want to go through the same failures that other people went through. And so I really wanted to know what did I need to avoid? I, and I wanted to know what systems did I need? Uh, so, uh, because I don't like to fail, you know, and, and I think we're all there. We, we don't like to fail. So it's really, um, it, it's knowing those things. I'm going to say though, and it's not really, a failure that I had. It's something vulnerable that I talk about. But during COVID, I, you know, banks closed and um, I kept my staff on. Uh, whether a good thing or a bad thing, I, I kept my team on. And we ran out of funds in, in my business account. We ran out of funds. But I continued to keep my team on because I didn't want to let them go. Number one, I was afraid if I let them go and they found another job, I wouldn't get them back. So I borrowed money from my own personal uh, funds. And I'm thankful that I had it so that I could do it. And I'm now repaying myself back for that. But had I not done that, my business would have failed. I would not be here today had it not failed. So... You know, I can look at that as a failure in that my business could have failed. Uh, some may say that I should not have taken from my personal funds, uh, but I look at it as I did my team a favor, and I know they're very proud that I did that. But there's been many challenges in that uh, that I face that are my own challenges that I give myself. They weren't necessarily business challenges, but I think, Roshana, they're challenges of fear. They're challenges of what are people going to say about me. They're challenges of posture syndrome. They're those types of challenges. And they held me back sometimes longer than what they should have. And once... I overcome them, I'm mad at myself because 
I delayed success. Those are the types of challenges that really I've had. And outside of that, I really can't think of anything else that has been a true challenge because I'm very much goal-oriented. I'm a visionary. I visualize my next step of success. And I'm all the time telling myself I'm unstoppable. I'm confident. I am I am a billionaire. I am I am successful. When I'm about to get on stage, I say I am the most powerful speaker. I am the most powerful podcast host. I, so I'm all the time driving successful things and I'm all the time visualizing those things. Now this may sound crazy. But I'm even, I go all the way to visualizing when I'm on a stage or when I'm doing something. I even know what I look like, all the way down to the heels I'm wearing, okay? So, so the challenges are more what I do to myself of self-sabotage. Those are the types of challenges outside of the financial that I had about nearly losing my business had I not borrowed from myself, I would not be here today. Uh, those are the the challenges, but the imposter syndrome and the self-sabotage, but once I make that decision, you got to do it, then the success comes. And then I'm like, dang, why, why did I wait so long? Why did I wait? And I think everybody does that to themselves. And we just need to get over it. It's limiting beliefs. It's a trauma, a lie, or something like that that has happened in our past that we keep reverting back to. When I got dressed this morning, I know you can't see what I look like today, uh, but when I got dressed this morning, I've got an appointment in Arkadelphia today, and I've, I've kind of dressed up. I've got on heels, black pants, a pink top. Pink is my podcast branding color, so I wear a lot of pink. And I looked in the mirror, and I said, dang, 39 pounds of weight loss and success looks dang good on me. That's exactly what I said when I looked in the mirror. But I could not have said that eight, 10 months ago. I couldn't say that. But but I've done so much work on myself, on who I am, how I have to show up. All of those things, I've dealt with the limiting belief of weight loss because I use, I believe so many lies about why I couldn't lose weight. And now that I've buried those limiting beliefs and I'm able to lose, in fact, I asked myself this morning, now do I have an obsession? And so I, I can't let it be an obsession. I can't let weight loss become an obsession. Um, so I've got to be careful about that. But I did. I said, dang, 39 pounds and success looks dang good on me. And some people may say, gosh, she's boasting. But you got to know where I came from. You know, you got to know where I came from. The limiting beliefs of not wanting to get on Zoom, the limiting belief of not wanting to stand on a stage because of what's people going to say about me? All of those things. It's the same thing of even being in corporate. It's it's the same thing. We all go through these belief things. 
And once you get over that, it feels so good. And you, you let your knowledge all come back to the top of your head. You let your skill set all come back to the top of your head. And you feel like you can go conquer the world. And those success things do begin to happen because you start believing it. And so to answer, that's a long answer to your short question about challenges, but it's all right here. Those are my, those are my challenges is what comes to my, my mindset. And I'm conquering it every single day with belief, 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 belief. I hope that helps. <laughs> no, absolutely. This is so powerful, Tonya. Thank you so much for being so candid about it. And I'm sure a lot of um, a lot of listeners will resonate with that because we're all human beings and we all have the same feelings and emotions. And our limiting limiting beliefs really hold us back in life, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that we are not good enough or we are not smart enough. Like, who am I? That people will listen even to my podcast. You know, I've never held any senior role in the bank. You know, I'm not a celebrity. You know, things like that. And that as well held me back when I studied my podcast. But then I thought, like, why, why not? If we, these days, we have all this technology available. And um, if I have really interest, why, why have to think so small? And Exactly. I was there. I was doing the same thing. It will happen. It will happen. My podcast today, totally different. My coach showed me just this week. He said, who was this person eight months ago? Now, who is this person? And I went, wow. Wow. Not even the same. Not even the same. We all grow, but it starts right here. When I was in corporate, even, I was an executive. And every time I got a promotion, who does she think she is? Why her? She always gets everything. We deal with that. Everything that happens to us. Everything. And then when you get in your own business, all those things start coming back up. Before I hit the the go live on something, who does she think she is? The same thing that kind of incorporate comes up before you hit the go live button. And then I have to say, I'm unstoppable. I'm confident. I'm successful. I'm the world's greatest podcast producer. You just have to do that until you believe it. Yes, definitely. And then you start seeing the change in your numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you are a great example of that. As you said, like looking back, you were a completely different person. <laughs> and again, everything comes from our mind. We are our worst critics and probably our enemies sometimes. And it's 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 amazing listening to your story, Donya, how you I don't know if that's the right word, reinvented yourself. I have. That is the right. It is the right. I have reinvented myself. And I am saying right now, one year from now, I'm not even gonna be the same person talking to you today. Jesse Lee who just passed away on Saturday. Gosh, I'm getting emotional. For those of you who may or may not know her, she died of cancer on Saturday. Most profound network marketing coach in the world. 
passed away. I just hope that someday I can be one-fourth of what that woman was. And one day, she was sitting in our shoes. My shoes, your shoes, you know. And some of you who are listeners, she was sitting in your shoes. She only wanted to make $300 a month in network marketing. And she is worth millions in the grave today. That's amazing to me. She impacted millions of people. She was so authentic, so powerful. She owned the stage, owned the stage. And I want to be just like her. Just like her. I've wanted to be like her for years now. Not necessarily in network marketing. But I've wanted to be just like her. My coach has pictures of of her. Because when he asked me, when he first started coaching me, who do you want to be like? Who is an influencer you want to be like? I said, Amy Porterfield and Jesse Lee. There's differences about them, you know, aspects of each of them that I want to be like. And even this morning, I watched a video of Jesse Lee and cried my eyeballs out. But her legacy lives on. And, you know, eight months ago, I was not like I am today. And eight months ago from now, I will not be like I am today. And I hope those of you that are listening to this this podcast, that if you're setting in a job today and you're thinking about leaving, you make that defining decision that you can do it. Believe in yourself and the knowledge that you have. And if financially you don't think that you can do it, you can do it. Start putting back. Invest in yourself, as Jesse Lee says. Invest in yourself, in your future. Invest in your future. Be happy doing what you want to do for the rest of your life. It's worth it. It's worth it. And with Jesse Lee, it's again, it it just shows how life is short. And she managed to accomplish so much. I I I, I didn't know Jess Lee until some influencers started posting about her death, her passing away, and then just took my curiosity: who was she? And then I saw your post on Facebook, and then I found I did a little bit of research. But prior to her death, I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely will find some maybe interviews and because it seems like she she has been such a phenomenal person uh, to look up to and i'm so sorry for loss antonio go to youtube she's got so much content on youtube but seven years seven years she's created her legacy in seven years time in network marketing and amazing journey amazing journey I mean, and she, she's gone through her journey of cancer. Like, I, I don't know how she did it. I honestly, I do not know how she did it. But she showed up. She coached. She did it all. And 
you know, what a great example, what a great legacy. And, uh, you know, she's, she was an example of being in a job just like all of us, you know, and having that desire to do something different. And man, did she ever. And she'll say, you know, some of you may like me, some of you may not, and it doesn't matter. And that's kind of the way I feel sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of loud like Jesse and, and I've developed, but it's taken a long time. It's taken a long time to, to develop the thick skin, you know, and I'm, and mine is still not as thick as hers, but it, it takes time. People hurt our feelings. It's easy to get our feelings hurt, but to be an entrepreneur, you have to grow thick skin and you just have to. You have to want wealthy. You have to want whatever your big why is, freedom, vacationing, your grandkids to not ever have to suffer like like maybe you did. You have whatever that big why is, you have to want it so much that what other people's opinion is doesn't matter because tomorrow their opinion is going to be on somebody else or something else. That's what I finally realized when I realized that they may be talking about me right now, but tomorrow they're going to be talking about somebody else. That helped me. Yeah, it's definitely, it's not helpful to focus on, on what other people think of you. If, if you do, you just, you, you won't progress with anything. You just you will be focusing on the wrong things. It's mm-hmm. and as you said, Sonia, it's it, it's really hard, especially at the beginning, what people will think of me. But then you just, yeah, you just need to keep, you know, we we need to keep going. Otherwise, we'll never get started or do anything uh, about our life to improve it. And as you, and alive, I love the way you said, you know, all that message, that think big, you know, mm-hmm. positive thinking, positive self talk. Not without, because a lot of people, um, how shall I say, a lot of people do self-negative talk and, you know, all that self-sabotaging. But again, that's it's not helpful. And mental mm-hmm. resilience, what you mentioned as well, if you want to be on your own, because you will face a lot of rejections as well. Mm-hmm. And there might be some failures as well, because they are inevitable. But as well, they this is what they will make you stronger in the long, uh, in the long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning to love who I am. And I didn't, not even a year ago. I didn't love me. I didn't even know who I was. I, I took care of everybody else. I never took care of me until just a few months ago. I had to make a list of who I am, what I want, all my dreams. And then through my coach was like, I'm never going to take care of me if I don't change some things. So I had to start taking care of me, getting massages, getting my, getting permanent makeup, getting, stop taking care of, I mean, I love to take care of other people. Don't get me wrong. I take care of other people through my coaching and all those things now, but, but doing things for people just to do things for people, that's that's different now. I take care of me. I'm learning to love me. Things are about me now in a different way than they were before. I never took care of me. 
was always everybody else first, then me. Let's, let's fix everybody else's plate. Let's do everything for everybody else. I don't have to have this. I don't have to do that because let's take care of everybody else. I don't need things. I don't, I don't want anything. I don't need anything. Well, now I'm like, I need things. I need a massage. I need to go to this place by myself. I need a vacation. I need, I need my eyebrows done. I need my eyeliner done. I need my lips done. I need, I need new clothes. I, I need, I want to wear great shoes. I, I want to clean out my closet and rebuy. I want, I want for me, I want to lose weight and I want to, I want to look good. Me, 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 me now. Not selfishly me. I'm just trying to fall in love with me. Tanya, I love you. Tanya, you're powerful. You have to do that or you'll never love you. Yeah. What powerful mindset shift you went through. It was hard. It was hard. But look at where, where you right now you know, crushing in your business. And I know you lost a lot of weight and, you know, all other amazing things. Listen, I'm telling you, it changes, it changes your business. It will change you. If you're not looking to, to change your business and you want to stay in corporate, it will change the way you work in corporate. It will change how your relationships go with your spouse, with your friends, with your grandkids, your children. It will change everything. It will change everything. When you fall in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you said now it's all about yourself, but obviously not in a selfish, selfish way, if it's just, you know, this is just self-care and your needs go first is, and before it's just because of your family, your kids, I believe, mm -hmm. um, this is what a lot of people go through when they mm -hmm. invest so much time and prioritize mm -hmm. other members. But at the same time, they neglect themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right? Yeah. I always neglected me. I just, it was never about me. So important you you said that, Tonya. I think a lot of people as well will resonate with that and find themselves in a similar situation. But I agree because God is putting a lot of those people in my path right now. I never did I come across that until now. And God is putting many of those women in my path right now. Who have been through similar experience, like neglecting themselves. And yeah, and you, you're, you're such an inspiration, I suppose, to, to them. Uh, someone who is completely reinvented. Yeah, it's just strange how that comes out. You know, they're stressed. Well, what are you stressed about? I never have time for me. I need space. I need a vacation. <laughs> and and so what they're saying is, I need me time. I need to discover me. I need to do something for me. And that's resonating with me because that's where I was. So I, then I can start asking questions that, that helped me, you know. So, well, what are you doing for you? Nothing. I take care of everybody else. Well, there you go. So then I can start, okay, well, let's, let let's go for a walk put your put some music in let's go to bed early 
by yourself, sleep on the couch tonight or in another bedroom. Let's start taking care of you. Let's start doing some, I love you, looking in the mirror. I love you, Tanya. I love you, Tanya. I love you, Tanya. I love you, Tanya. You know, it's just these things that you can start doing. It's amazing. It works. Go for a walk. Start losing weight. Go get your eyebrows done. Just do anything. Start getting manicures if you don't. Do for you. Say no. If you don't want to cook dinner, say no. Call it in. Do something. Do something out of the ordinary for you. Go read a book. Do something that you like to do for you. Make those. Start making those decisions. And when you start, it becomes easier. Don't stop. You will enjoy your job more. I go for a walk with the dog. Just me and the dog. You know, they, um, I watched someone's interview and somebody said that Warren Buffett, who obviously the most, uh, the most successful entrepreneur, uh, investor in the world, he, uh, when he does his investment decisions, he doesn't sit at his desk all day looking at his screen. He, walk, he goes for a walk. This is where, obviously, you abstract from the things and you, 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 you get new, fresh ideas in you have that you have, you may have, you process, process life. Uh, this is, again, my, 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 my thinking behind it. But, you know, having that busy mind and thinking about other people as well won't um, really, might be detrimental to you. And looking at other successful people's habits, what they do, and you as well go for a walk really helps with mental health and clear your mind. Yeah. Yeah. This has been good. This has been good. Thank you. So on sorry, just to say on this note, we are going to conclude our episode with Tonya. I I'm just blown away. I think I'm going to I'm <laughs> I think I'm already I'm going to probably um be buzzing from our conversation because it's been such a great uh, conversation. I really enjoyed it. Thank you uh, very much, Tonya, for sharing your insights, your wisdom, your you know your your uh, your habits, your your lifestyle. And before we conclude, where can our listeners find you? So uh, I'm pretty much everywhere, honestly. Facebook, Instagram. I'm not as much on Instagram. I'm trying to be better, but Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I'm on Alignable. Alignable is a networking platform. Um, if anybody wants to join there and then obviously on podcasting and YouTube, they can find me as influence and growth mastery, but the others, they can find me as Tanya Gossage. Wonderful. I will leave all the links in the show notes so you can either contact or connect with Tonya. And again, Tonya's Thank you so much for being on my show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Same here. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I know we have gone over time. You may have to cut this into two parts, part one and part two, which I'm okay with. But it's been a pleasure <laughs> to talk to you and to your audience. I appreciate you. Thank you, Tonya. Thank you so much. Become the best version of yourself with coaching chats.